Hello, my fellow project managers. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. It's a pleasure to be speaking to you today. Today, we're going to have an impromptu session. It's one of those sessions that I have when one of my PMP bosses, I call them, aces the exam. And today, Latonia aced the exam. She's been one of my students this year and last year, late last year. And she didn't take the exam late last year. And she prepared for the later part of last year and this year. And she just took the exam, aced the exam. Buff targets overall. Hearty congrats and a shout out to Latonia. But I want you to join us today at 3.30 p.m. I know it just gives you a little window, but we're going to have her lessons learned session. And I would love for you to join us if you can. If you can join us, I want you to hit that link below. I want you to join, register, sign up. And let's see you at this Zoom conference. It's going to be a very short 30-minute conference, but she's going to be breaking down how she aced the exam. It's going to be very informative, and we're going to be sharing a lot of secrets, tips, and tricks. So if you can join us, hit that link below, and looking forward to seeing you. Take care. See you there. Hello, welcome to 40 Project Management Abbreviations. This is going to help those of you who are studying for some professional exams or just want to know a little bit more about abbreviations used in the world of project management. Let's take a look at them one by one. Number one, AC. This means actual cost. This is the actual cost of work performed on a project. Think of it as the amount of money spent to date. Two, budget at completion. This is the total amount that is expected to be spent on a project. Look at this as the budgeted cost of work scheduled across the entire project added up. Next, CCB, Change Control Board. This is a formally chartered group of individuals who review change requests on a project to either approve, reject, or put them into pending status. Number four, cost of quality. This is the entire cost of quality across the life of the product. In cost of quality, we have cost of conformance and cost of non-conformance. We also break those down further to costs for quality problems found within the project. We call that internal failure cost and cost for defects found outside of the project by the customer. We call that external failure cost. Number five, cost plus award fee. This is a contract type where the seller is given a cost and an award fee. The award fee, however, is subjective and is not appealed in cases where the seller does not agree with the lack of the award fee. CPFF, cost plus fixed fee. In this case, the seller is paid a cost as well as a fixed fee that is determined upfront. CPI, cost performance index. This is an index indicating the cost performance on a project. It is one of the earned value formulas. CPIF, cost plus incentive fee. This is a contract type where the seller is paid reimbursable cost and also an incentive fee for completing certain objectives. 
CPM, critical path method. The critical path is the longest path in a network diagram that shows you the shortest time in which you can complete the project. The critical path method enables you calculate the critical path. This can be done by using a forward pass or a backward pass. The critical path can also be determined by finding the longest path by using what we call in project management the eyeball method. Eyeballing the network diagram to detect the longest path. Number 10, CV, cost variance. This is the difference between earned value and actual cost. In other words, it shows you how over budget or under budget you may be, or if you are on target. If CV is negative, that means you're over budget. If CV is positive, that means you're under budget. And if CV equals to zero, that means you're right on target. EAC, estimate at completion. This is a projected estimated cost that you would spend in total at the end of the project at a particular time. So if you're on a three-month project and two months in, you calculate the EAC, it could show to be much higher than your original budget, BAC. EF, early finish date. This is used in forward pass and backward passes to calculate slack and float. EF is the earliest time a task can finish. ES, early start date. This is the earliest time a task can finish. Again, used in forward passes and backward passes. ETC, estimate to complete. This is a measure of how much more you would need to spend to complete the project at a particular point in time. For example, in a three-month project, if at month two you find how much money you will need to spend in addition to the actual cost, that is the metric, ETC, that you should be calculating. EV, earned value. Think of this as the budgeted cost of work performed. It is the value of what you have accomplished based on what you determined upfront as the value when you put forth the budget. EVM, Earned Value Management. This is an umbrella term used to refer to earned value analysis, which considers several formulas and factors in determining the state of the project. FF, Finish to Finish. Finish to Finish is one of the four relationship types for tasks. It means that you cannot finish task B unless task A is finished. When task A is finished, task B could finish, even at the same time. FFP, firm fixed price. This is a fixed price type of contract where the price does not change. Everything is fixed and is least risky for the buyer. FPEPA, fixed price with economic price adjustment. This is a contract type where there is allowable fluctuation depending on inflation rates and price for certain commodities, which could wildly fluctuate. FPIF, fixed price incentive fee contract. This is a contract type where there is a fixed price and in addition, an incentive fee, depending on the sellers meeting certain objectives. FS, finish to start. This again is a relationship type. 
it means that activity A must finish before activity B can start. It is the most commonly used relationship type. IFB, invitation forbid. In procurements, we have various documents which we use to solicit bids. IFB is one of them, inviting a prospective seller to bid. LF, late finish. Late finish is used in forward passes and backward passes for the critical path determination. LOE, level of effort. Level of effort is used to describe a type of effort that is determined upfront and is used in earned value calculations. In level of effort type arrangements, we expect the earned value to be equal to the planned value. If there is a variance, then it could be an indicator that something is off. LS, late start date. Late start date is again used in critical path determination with forward passes and backward passes. OBS, organizational breakdown structure. The organizational breakdown structure shows the hierarchy in the organization and reporting relationships. PDM, precedence diagramming method. It's a network diagramming approach in which boxes represent the tasks and arrows represent the relationships. It is used a lot in critical path analysis. PMBOK. This stands for Project Management Body of Knowledge. The PMBOK guide is a standard published by the PMI and recognized worldwide. PV. Planned value. Planned value is the budgeted cost of work scheduled for a time period on the project. QFD. Quality function deployment. Quality function deployment is a focused methodology for carefully listening to the voice of the customer and then effectively responding to those needs and expectations. It was first developed in the late 60s as a form of cause and effect analysis. QFD was brought to the USA in early 1980s. It gained popularity as a result of numerous successes in the automotive industry. When you think about QFD, there's one attribute that you should remember, and this is the house of quality. QFD begins with the house of quality, and some of the components in the house of quality are voice of the customer, relationship matrix, competitive value, importance rating, technical difficulty, technical competitive benchmark, target values, product characteristics, and interaction mix. It's quite a lot that goes into QFD. RACI. R-A-C-I stands for Responsible, Accountable, Consult, and Inform. The RACI chart has been made quite popular for those who are taking the professional exams in project management. And a RACI chart is found to be faulty if there are two A's, two accountables. Looking at a RACI chart, you should be able to see who is responsible, the doer for a piece of work, who is accountable, ultimately answerable. In other words, passing the buck stops with them. 
who is consultative? Who do you need to consult to move the task forward? And informative? Who do you need to inform just for informational purposes? RAM responsibility assignment matrix. The RACI chart is actually a type of RAM. RAMs show who is responsible for a particular assignment. RBS risk breakdown structure. The risk breakdown structure, a term coined by my buddy, the risk doctor, is similar to other structures such as the WBS, the ODS, in that it shows hierarchy, how risks are broken down by category and type. RFI, Request for Information. Again, it's another procurement document that is used to solicit bids. It is used to request information in this case. An RFI does not mean there will be a bidding process, but it could be used in terms of market research that a team is conducting to understand what is out there in the market space and if the endeavor is viable. RFP, request for proposal, another bid document, requesting proposals from sellers. RFQ, request for quotation. When an RFQ is used, you can glean that a major concern is cost. So RFIs, RFPs, RFQs, and IFBs are all procurement solicitation vehicles. They are used in different circumstances depending on the situation at hand. SF, start to finish. Again, another one of the four relationship types. In this case, it is the least commonly used relationship. SOW, statement of work. The statement of work is a high-level narrative of what the customer wants. It specifies the key goal that the customer is looking to achieve without going into minutia. Think of it as a high-level narrative of the customer's wishes. SPI, Schedule Performance Index. The Schedule Performance Index is another earned value metric that shows schedule performance. If the SPI is greater than one, it means the team is quicker than expected. They are ahead of schedule. If SPI is equal to one, that means that the team is right on target. And if SPI is less than one, that means the team is behind schedule. SS, start to start. Again, another relationship type in which activity A must start before activity B can start. SV, schedule variance. Another earned value metric in the schedule variance. If the schedule variance is greater than zero. That means the team is ahead of schedule. Schedule variance is less than zero. The team is behind schedule. And if SV is equal to zero, the team is right on target. So bear in mind, there's a difference between variances, which have currency values associated with them for the most part. And we have indices without any currency value. They are just an index, a number. Next, SWOT analysis, S-W-O-T. SWOT analysis is where we determine strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats 
from the perspective of the organization involved in a project. TNM, time and material contract. It's a contract type in which the vendor is paid for time spent and the materials used as well. It has an advantage of being more flexible than other arrangements. And we could also impose a not to exceed value to make sure that the expectations of the buyer are met in terms of cost. WBS, work breakdown structure. The work breakdown structure is a hierarchical decomposition of the project, showing from the top down what needs to be done at a high level. The work breakdown structure goes down to a level we call the work package, which does not go into the task level. For a long time, people have incorrectly referred to the WBS as a list of tasks, but it is not a list of tasks. It is a higher level aggregate of these tasks. The WBS aggregates tasks at its lowest level known as the work package level. So think about the WBS as a hierarchical breakdown of work that needs to be done either by deliverable components or by phase or some other breakdown. Last but not least, we have variance at completion. The variance at completion is the difference between the budget at completion and the estimate at completion. In other words, it's a projection of how much you may go over budget by or under budget by or if you'll be right on target. The formula is VAC equals BAC minus EAC. And that concludes our review of 40 project management abbreviations. I hope it helped you. All the very best. Bye for now.